A house is made of wood and stone, but only love can make a home. Welcome to the Repco Light Home Improvement Show, helping you make your home into one you'll love even more. On News Radio Wood 1300 and 1069 FM. Well, good morning, everybody. Happy Saturday, Haley. Happy Saturday. Happy Saturday, Dan. I am back from break. Yes, spring break, break in Michigan. Mm. You gotta love that. <laughs> Just like it's always been. And every year, I think it's going to be better. I think this year, it's going to be amazing. The weather's going to be great. And then every year, we get a couple nice days, but they're always right at the end or just after spring break is over. So it was a normal spring break. Rain, cold. I feel like TV ruins it. You know, we have these ideas. We're like, oh, yeah, it's going to be warm. People are outside. It's spring break. Yeah. No. No, and we still tried to do that. We still did the outdoor stuff. Yeah. And, you know, partway through, we'd look at each other and say, this is insane. It's like, <laughs> we're just faking it. <laughs> Let's just go in. Even the dog doesn't want to be outside. Yeah. But anyway, we did lots of fun stuff. And in the midst of all of that, I stumbled on something that I'm very excited to talk about on the show because it's about window cleaning. And I know that's really exciting, Yes, but it is because I found this amazing breakthrough okay. involves zero chemicals and it's the best results well, I have you ever know had. I like that. I, yeah, I know. I knew you would like yeah. that. And I, we have done a number of segments in the past where we tried to figure out the best way to clean windows mm-hmm. and we found a few that I, I really liked. Yeah, I've heard like the vinegar trick or yeah, there things were, like that. Yeah. yeah, different things like that. And this one is hands down... As easy as it gets. And I had all the stuff at home already. I just didn't put it together. Okay, I'm very curious. Oh, yeah. It's going to be very good. And I'm going to talk about that. But first, I've got to talk about my injury that happened. And I apologize. I wish that our hour was later in the day. Because Your this is never... injury. Yes, I injured myself cleaning windows, believe it or not. Well, you seem very fine right now. Well, it's not a severe injury. <laughs> but for somebody with a delicate... You know, constitution like I've got, it was pretty severe. Now, I'm cleaning my windows, which I thought was a crazy situation to injure myself. Now, maybe you think I broke the glass or something. Shards were flying in my face. That's not what happened. Yeah, no, you look shardless. No, perfectly fine. No, I'm cleaning. And I realized how well this was working. So I got very excited and I moved (laughs) to the storm door, which is really just covered with I hesitate to use the word filth, but I can't think of a better word. So it's filth. When we let the dog out, we're all leaning against the door, we'll bang our foreheads against it, wanting her to just go to the bathroom <laughs> and come back in. And so it's all, you know, it's all greasy, yucky, greasy and slimy. And so I started on that, excited to see how, how crystal clear it was. And I got the, the outside of it done really well. Okay. Looked great. I went to do the inside part of that door and I am just flying around, you know, because I'm it's so excited and I'm not thinking about how fast I'm moving. And I run my hand up and I hit my thumb on the little door handle. Oh. Well, it takes my thumbnail oh. and flips it back like a, like, oh. a, like a soup lid, you know, when you pop yeah. those off. Yeah. Boonk. Okay. Well, I knew. It. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. I wish we were later. I don't know that there's a better there's time to talk time. about this. <laughs> anyway, it was really horrible when it happened. So I quick clench my thumb in my fist <sighs> and then run in circles for a while because that's my natural tendency. Oh, you gotta calm Well, I down. know it's bad. Yeah. I just don't know how bad. So I'm yelling for the kids. Hey, don't panic, but I do need a Band-Aid. I'm panicking. 
<laughs> I'm looking to them for some sort of, you know, stability. And they bring me Band-Aids. And my goodness, my daughter Maddie went out and bought us Band-Aids. She has bought us toilet paper now when we were low and Band-Aids. She is not allowed to buy anything else anymore. The toilet paper she bought, like we're ply. still using that. It's been a month and a half. Yeah, it's like onion skin. Oh, my God. I mean, it lasts forever. I think the roll yeah. is four miles long if you'd roll it out. But the Band-Aid she bought, it says industrial strength. <laughs> Seriously. Who needs industrial strength Band-Aids? Well, your thumbnail was off, so well, maybe. <laughs> well, the thing is, here's the problem with industrial strength. I put it on, and it's fine. <laughs> do you remember when we started the show? I mean, when we got ready to get in the booth here and start recording, do you remember what I said? My thumb was stinky? Oh, yeah. I said it was stinky because yep. of goof-off, right? Yep. That, that little cleaner. Mm-hmm. Do you know why I have goof off on my thumb? Because of the adhesive. I'm still trying to get the adhesive off. Those oh, things wow. are literal industrial strength Band-Aids. And, and they're absolutely worthless. Because, yes, they secured everything together until you try to take the Band-Aid off. There is no way to get the Band-Aid off without opening up the wound all over again and making it worse. Oh. Zero way. I've used these four or five times, and every time I use one, I think, this time... It's going to work. It's going to be different. (laughs) This one's going to work. I think that's like the definition of insanity, though. Well, I I hesitate to think I struggle with insanity, (laughs) (laughs) but I'm beginning to wonder. Anyway... Industrial... Who's... I don't know. Who who thought that? Maddie thought she had something. Industrial strength. Well, I could get normal strength. Well, Dad is kind of a boob, so I'm going to just get this stuff... (laughs) Anyway, I would never use those on anything. I'm going to just throw the box away. I mean, could it work as tape? Could you... Maybe. Like in an emergency situation? (laughs) Yeah, I could probably (laughs) tow a car. Just put one end on one car, one end on the other, and that would work. It's that strong. It's industrial strength. It's crazy. I have no point to the story other than that, but that was my experience. And I did that all on Sunday, right before church. (laughs) So that was great. Maybe that was... You know, maybe I shouldn't have been doing the windows before church. Maybe I'm being Yeah, taught. you're rushing around. Yeah, you just yeah. needed to slow down. I needed to slow down. But anyway, the windows. Let's get to that. My thumb is fine for everybody who's worried at home. There's probably look fine. No, it doesn't look great. No. But no, it's I'm not as it. bad as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> you have a nail. I, I mean, do, that's I do. Positive. It's fine. It just meant up. Yeah. You know, I could push it back down again. <laughs> it's fine. No worries. Anyway, the window thing. Let's get to that. What do you think I used? Do you have any idea? Uh, okay, you said it's chemical free. Yep. And I think we've ruled out vinegar because I said that oh, and you yeah. made a face. I'm like, a face. no, it's not going to work. No, that would sting um, in my cut. No, right. Uh, oh, you got nothing. No, I You're got just going to sit there. That's dead air. That's bad radio, Haley. <laughs> <laughs> if it was video, we could have seen your face roll back and your <laughs> mouth hang open. That's bad TV. <laughs> Either way, it's all bad. No, it's water. That's all you need, water. Pretty boring, right? So there are these microfiber glass cleaning cloths. Uh-huh. And I have one, and I've used it. And in fact, I did a side-by-side test without intending to. The very first window I cleaned, I grabbed our cleaner like normal. Sure. I grabbed a squeegee. I've got a little little sponge on a stick. I don't know what else to call it. It's a little scrubby pad on sure. a stick. And I, it's like a squeegee, but scrubby, right? It's like the car wash. Yes. Yeah. Yes, like that. Mm-hmm. So I used that. I, I got that. I got my little bucket and all of that and my rags. And I got to wipe the, everything down when I'm done. I got one of these little microfiber 
glass cloths because I've used them on mirrors and it works well. Yeah. So I thought this is going to be great. So I sprayed the glass cleaner on, scrubbed it with my little sponge on a stick. Yep. Or the car wash thing. <laughs> squeegeed it, wiped the, you know, the, the water drips off. And then I hit it with my little microfiber rag. And it was pretty good. Pretty good. Okay. Closed the window up. Oh, a couple of streaks where I missed it. Oh, well, no big deal. Well, I decided I'm going to try water and just see once if there's a difference. Because something in the back of my head was saying that with these microfibers, I'm just supposed to use water. Hmm. Not okay. use a cleaner, but use right. water. That seems crazy to me because chemicals seem like they're going to be better. That's the answer. That's what my brain <laughs> tells me. Industrial strength. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> so anyway, I went to just water and I thought, let's see what happens. So again, same thing. Water, scrubbed around with a little sponge on the stick. Mm-hmm squeegeed it off to get the bulk of it off and okay. hit it with these little little microfibers. And I was blown away. I have never had windows that came this streak-free. This there There's nothing. Wow. You would think there's no window there. You but could there like, start a little business, Dan. I could. If I wanted to clean windows... <laughs> You've got the answer. I know what to do. Yeah. And if you... You know, we're heading into spring, and if you're one of those people who hates dirty windows... And if you're not one of those people, what's you wrong with you? Think about hating right. it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> likes that. And and mine were terrible. I was blown away. Water and these little microfibers. I dug them up on Amazon just looking and you can get an eight pack and it's 16 bucks. And the reviews are through the roof. Okay, Everybody has the same experience I have. And all the reviewers are saying, I never knew about this. I didn't know they existed. So I thought I'm going to talk about it. Yeah. That's but like the ultimate you know what... key. No. Okay, so it's. I not... guess I knew that they existed. Like I knew I've seen the microfiber cloths that say for glass on them, mm-hmm. and just never meant anything to me. Well, you know, it should, Haley. <laughs> that's where you messed up. That's where yeah. I was willing to jump in, and that's when I got so excited that I nearly ripped my thumbnail off, <laughs> permanently <Worth> scarred, <laughs> just because I love clean windows. <laughs> The dog came running in and smashed right into the door. She didn't even know it was there. Oh my god, that's the danger of. Now it's dirty again because it's got a big window. nose print right on the front. But we'll get it again. <laughs> it's amazing. That's very cool. Definitely check it out, and it's great for mirrors. And that's where I've used them. And that's where I should have put this together because on the mirrors, oh my god. Yeah, kids, how long have you been cleaning mirrors like this? Well, my kids will sometimes clean the mirror. I don't know what they use. <laughs> I have no idea. But Toilet paper? <laughs> don't know. It is so covered with, it's worse after they've cleaned it. That's gross. Dad, I cleaned the mirrors in the bathroom. Well, great. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Gotta now clean it. Never see myself again when I'm shaving. But anyway, yeah, I would use water just because it was there. Yeah. And then I'd hit it with this microfiber and it was always just so clear. I should have thought to use that on the windows. But yes, you should have. Definitely. Something to check out. We're going to put a link in the show notes. Microfiber glass cleaning cloths. And there's a number of different brands out there. You know, try what you like. You know, I'm big that way. I'm not going to demand that you use any particular thing. <laughs> right? Not when it comes to this. Paint? Different situation. Yeah, that's true. Then I've got my then list we of demands. Have demands. <laughs> but for this, no, you're free. You're free. I like to let the people be free in some regards. That's, that's what so makes kind me of you. a benevolent dictator. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. That's the best kind. Anyway, check it out. Microfiber glass cleaning cloths, two thumbs up. If you had even with yeah. that with a bad thumbnail, two yeah. thumbs up from me. All right, we're gonna take a break, and when we come back, we'll be in the studio with Amy Chipman from the Blue Stocking Bookshop in Holland, one of my favorite places to go, and we're gonna tell you all about it just ahead. Stay right there.
helping you turn your house into your dream home. This is the Repco Light Home Improvement Show, presented by Benjamin Moore on News Radio Wood 1300 and 1069 FM. And we're back, and Haley and I are in the studio with Amy Chipman from Blue Stocking Bookshop in Holland. Amy. Hi there. Mm, thanks for being here. Yeah, thank you. You have a lot of my money <laughs> in your This cash is very drawer. true. Yeah, yeah. This is very true. But yeah. I will I will be honest. I went home that day and went, I I have a celebrity customer. Oh, I, I, I have Dan Hansen from Repco Light as a customer at the bookshop now. And everybody said, who? Oh, oh no. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, we really? listen to the radio. We know who Dan Hansen is. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Look at you. Well, I don't even know. What, well, we're done. West Thanks Michigan for being here. Yeah, I don't want to go any further because I think I'll go out on a high note like that. Yeah. No, no in the past, Haley and I started talking about gems of West Michigan, we called them. Right. Mm-hmm. Little places that we found that a lot of people know about, but not enough people know about. And your bookshop is one of those places for me. Thank you. Obviously. I've been there a lot. Thank you. Yeah, you have a problem. I do have a problem. I do have a book problem. problem. It is a great... (laughs) Hey, hey, it's not hoarding if it's books. (laughs) I agree with that, actually. I think there are certain things that you can, quote unquote, hoard that don't count. Exactly. Right. Books are one of them. Books, <laughs> exactly. Skeletons of squirrels. Oh right? I mean, that's, no, that's no problem with sure, that. Sure. Yeah. Sure. No, but that's, that's something that, that really just highlights that you have a lifelong desire to learn. Right. And, and to think outside yourself and to build that worldview that, that just opens a little bit wider every time you read. So, I mean, oh, it the, just says great reading. things about you. I thought See? we were still thinking about the squirrels. <laughs> oh, that still could reading. be learning. Oh my gosh. Squirrels yeah. Learning. yeah, But true. reading, yes. And, and we've tried to buy really, really heavy books. Mm. Oh, yeah. Now, this is true. I have Your s- classics library is probably pretty enviable right now. I know it is. And, and, and we're going to get to all of that. But one of the funny stories is that you don't know this. Haley mm. knows a little bit about it. I started making. Uh, my son and I are working on a game that's got a Western, like a cowboy theme to it. And we're having a lot of fun. Good. And I had to, and I had to research. So mm-hmm. I had to come to the bookstore and, and I thought, I'm going to look for Westerns, but I don't know what she's going to think of me. Because I bought all these <laughs> other really heavy books. And then I'm going and picking these silly Westerns that I actually like a lot. Okay. 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 There's so no good. shame here. There is. There is zero shame. I don't. Right. I don't judge what people read. All I, right. for instance, am a lifelong devotee of romance novels. Amazing. What? All right. Yeah. You I can never judge anyone. Romance novels. <laughs> exactly. Well, and I've got even with my personal book challenge. Yeah. I read picture books. That's awesome. And they count. Yeah. Because no. it's still reading. I like it. Well, I don't feel nearly so bad anymore. And I oh, yeah. really it's like no children's books. Zone. And exactly. I don't have children. So there's no real excuse for me to have them. But I love them. Mm-hmm. And yeah, no judgment. Look books, at that. Yeah. books, books. A lot of fun. Like I said, we I stumbled into your bookstore. My cousin mm-hmm. recommended it, actually. Wonderful. After Haley and I did a segment on... Home libraries. Yes. And encouraging people to create spaces and use those, you know, kind of awkward spaces as a place to build a home library. Yeah. And one of the parts of that was trying to figure out where do you acquire the books, you know, on a Mm -hmm. budget. And that's how the store came up. I love the pricing. It's all great. We're going to get to all of that. Blah, blah, blah. (laughs) But right now, I want to talk about something very interesting because not long ago and you'll know way better than I will because it's your marriage um yes. you you got married and and the bookstore was closed for a week and it was mm-hmm. a very unique 
situation. Yes. Um, I imported a husband. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so it's not like a mail order bride, right? Uh, no, well. <laughs> so my husband Ryan and I met online a few years ago, talking about books. No surprise. Uh, and as we talked more and really got to know each other more, we realized that we just had so much in common, and we wanted to try and see what we could do to stay together. Yeah. And so we opted to do the immigration process, where um, Ryan came over here and we filed in February of 2020. So, of oh, course, wow. a six-month process took two years yeah. to get him here. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, yeah, but he's finally here and we, we've signed the paperwork and and now he's people can actually meet him at the bookshop he's every real. once in a while. he's real <laughs> yeah every once in a while he'll answer the phone and people get very confused when they hear a british accent coming over that's amazing over the phone line Two so years right well and now of course we have the rest of the immigration process to do because we've done the first part and we're partnered up with lighthouse immigrant advocates um is representing us to do the next step of the process to keep him here because you know that'd that's be important yeah oh my goodness it's, it's just yeah. was so crazy because i think at the time you were talking about you had a window and i'm going to get them yeah we're not going to do this again exactly Exactly. Wow. I uh, I went and retrieved him to bring him over, mostly for the extra <laughs> luggage space. But it was kind of fun because on the awesome. flight back, we were in business class and we were holding hands through the little business screen and the flight attendants were like, Oh, <laughs> they gifted us a bottle of like first class champagne. Oh, and, really? Like, wow. They were so sweet about the whole scenario because business class, you're not used to that sort of relationship being mm-hmm. shown. Right, with the business people who are traveling. So cool. Yeah, it's it's been an an adventure. That's well, right. for sure. And now you're in the middle of some upgrades to the store, a, a major renovation to the store. Correct. Which we'll talk about at the end. Yeah. But it, we've got just a little bit of time in this first segment because clearly this is going to take another segment. <laughs> can you hang with us over I the break? I can absolutely hang so out. So we'll get that out of the way now. But blue stocking. Yes. So a blue stocking in Victorian times was uh, a literary and intelligent woman. Um, At that time, women weren't encouraged to expand their mind. And they would invite scholars to come in, and one of them wore these horribly unfashionable blue worsted wool stockings. (laughs) And so it was a derogatory term at that point. And it's now kind of been reclaimed, and a blue stocking is something to be proud of. All right. So the Blue Stocking Bookshop, Amy Chipman, we're going to catch more on the other side of the break. We'll be back in just a minute. Stick around. If you want to take your DIY skills up a rung, the Repco Like Home Improvement Show is here to give you a boost on News Radio Wood 1300 and 1069 FM. And we're back, and Haley and I are in the studio with Amy Chipman from the Blue Stocking Bookshop in Holland. Amy, mm-hmm. thanks for hanging out with us over the break. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we started talking about your bookshop. We got mm-hmm. side railed on. The, the marriage and importing a yeah, husband. wedding adventures. Right, yes. all kinds of fun <laughs> stuff. But now let's get into the bookshop itself. And mm-hmm. like I mentioned at the beginning of the last segment, this is what I think is a gem of West Michigan. This is a great place to go. Uh, my daughter and I have been here, oh man, how many, mm-hmm. lots of times. I mean, weekly yeah. for a little while there. Yeah. Like it's... And then 
Lent came, and my daughter <laughs> gave up buying books for Lent. And yes. so we haven't been there in a while. But It, it is a tempting place. She's Absolutely. chomping at the bit. Every time we get in there, we walk out with a ton of stuff. Yeah, Yuri's telling me, well, I did it again. <laughs> and not just a few things, because the prices oh. are great. I, Thank you. you. Know, yeah, I absolutely love it. And my daughter and I race to the, the classics section. To and, see who gets it first. Right. And she'll, <laughs> she'll pick it over. And no. she's always got stuff that I really wish that I could have found. Blah, blah, blah. The Talk- great thing about used books, though, is you'll find another one at some other time. Well, and that's what I found. It's been amazing. I've been looking for some Hemingway stuff. And mm-hmm. Maddie snagged a couple. And yeah. I was disappointed. And then yeah. a couple weeks later, oh, there's a cooler volume or a cooler you know, edition of it. Yeah, exactly. And then I rubbed her nose in that. Of course See? you did. <laughs> so talk about the bookstore. How did this all happen? How did you start this? Um, so actually, uh, several years ago, I was connected with another bookstore in the area who had asked me to come in and just help them fill the space with some events. Um, I'd been involved with theater in the past, and so I had a little awesome. bit of that experience with um, event planning. Uh, after... The owner of that shop, unfortunately, was going through some personal things, and I just kind of had to back away uh, after I started basically running her store. Yeah. I said, you know, I can do this. Mm-hmm. And I jumped in with both feet. I found a great spot. Um, that corridor on on Butternut is just, it's a busy intersection. Um, there are constantly people coming in. I've I always say it's a little dangerous for me because I am right next to a bakery. So when oh. I open in the morning, I smell cinnamon rolls. <laughs> and on the other side of me is a Mexican restaurant. So I Oof. smell tacos as I leave at dinner time. So like that's, but it's the perfect spot for that. Yeah, it you is. Know? What goes better with books than a cinnamon roll in the morning? Right? Yeah. Like your coffee oh. and a donut. It's just yeah. like, it's, hungry. it's great. <laughs> <laughs> now, it's a great little store. So you started it yep. when? September of 2019. So I got six months in before oh, the world shut nice. down. That was nice. Yep. 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 Um, but uh, one thing that really helped me is that I have all of my inventory listed online from the beginning, so I didn't have to pivot the way so many of my bookseller colleagues did into how do I do this online right. thing. Sure. Um, so it's, yeah, biblio.com is where everything is online for the shop, and that's really a website that's driven toward collectors and antique books and finding those rare gems out of, you know, some... 30-year-old book that you haven't seen in ages, you can find there. So cool. That's like right up my alley. I love finding the super... That's why I love used bookstores to begin with, is I'm after the things that I can't find or didn't know I wanted or needed or even existed Mm -hmm. in an everyday bookstore, you know? Used bookstores are, that's where the gold is. Do you remember, Amy, the Mm -hmm. situation? uh, You had a a customer online looking... I was in the store. Do you remember that? Do you know what I'm implying? Okay. There was remind a guy. me. Yeah, that yeah. It, it's a daily occurrence, well, so please remind so, me. This one was really unique, I think. Uh, I think he was across the country, uh-huh. and he was looking for a particular book. I believe he called, mm-hmm. and you at that moment mm-hmm. had family? Yes. Okay. The, 
Um, it was actually Canada. All right. Oh, Canada. So, Even yep. Better. I have we have family friends in Canada. Uh, this gentleman was looking for a certain edition of a book that I had just checked in a couple days prior, um, and it was listed on Biblio, and so that was where he found it hmm. when he called to just check a, the edition. And I sent him some pictures. Um, he said he really would want it, but to be perfectly honest, shipping to Canada is ridiculously expensive right now. Um, even shipping that one book would have been upwards of fifteen dollars. Wow. Just for the shipping. Just for the shipping. So I had family in literally over the weekend and said, hey, would you mind taking this back over the border and delivering it to this guy <laughs> who lives in, right, <laughs> lived only an hour away from them? And he was like, oh, yeah, I'll just, you know, go out on a Jeep run and I'll drop the book off. Look at that. That is and so perfect. See, Amazon doesn't do this. Yes, yeah, so customer service. That is Customer amazing. service. So, so it's, but I've done that a few times because when I was visiting Ryan across in the UK, oh, there sure. were a couple books that I was looking for for cur- for local customers that I found them at a UK bookshop. Wow. And so I would have them ship to Ryan and just say, hold these for when I'm there in two weeks. Wow. And I would bring them back. That and that way so I cool. saved the customer that amount of shipping as well. So really, it's... Really, really You're cool. like magic. I, I do actually credit bookstore magic with a lot of things. <laughs> yeah. Uh, quite often, because I can, on my customer accounts, I can build a wish list... If somebody speaks the title in the bookstore, if the magic allows, it arrives within two weeks. See? Really? Yeah. That's real. Wow. Yeah. So building that wish list is always a good idea. Like, right. say the title out loud. Just put it out there in the universe. All right. And I'm the gonna, universe provides. I'm going to test that with some weird stuff. There you go. <laughs> see what happens. Yeah. So, all right. I want to get to the expansion, because that's yes. really cool. But I am just curious, how do you replenish... The, the stock, because the very first time I was in, it's a smaller mm-hmm. store at that point yes. that hadn't been expanded. And I loved it. But my first thought was, boy, I don't know. I did, did I see everything already? Mm-hmm. And then we wanted to come back because we had such a great experience. And we came back the following weekend and I found all kinds of new stuff. And I thought, all right, how in the world are you doing this? So we have a trade credit system where a community member can come in, leave books. I put store credit on their account for those books after I value them. And that's I'm getting three to four drop offs every day. Awesome. Of people bringing books in that they've decided they're not going to reread. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had a few estate companies oh, sure. call and say we're cleaning this house out and we've got all of these books. Um, so it's really community built. All right. Right. Well, it's an amazing library of books. <laughs> I could have just said bookstore. Well, well yes. <laughs> it yes. Makes sense, Thank you. Huh? And all kinds of things, like you said, mm-hmm. rare books. Yep. I have everything from bestsellers to um, favorite classic kids books to I, I even have part of the expansion is now I have a bargain corner huh. where all of the books in that little area are only 50 cents each. Oh, that's really dangerous. Yes, well, it, it is. is. And like I said, my daughter and I would race mm-hmm. to the classic section and I loved this renovation because for that split couple of weeks of time or whatever mm-hmm. that we were buying books, then Lent came and she gave it up. But you had moved the classic section. Yes, so, that first so you time were there one week. Without her. Exactly. And you got, yeah, kind of the little sneaky 
in there so you know where you were going the first time when Maddie was back. So, yeah, I had the one <laughs> shot hilarious. without Maddie. So yep. I could Competitive just pick book buying. <laughs> and then the next one. That needs one, to be an Olympic sport, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I, I geeked her out because as we went in, I went towards the normal classic section mm-hmm. and then quick spun the other way. And she didn't know what was going on. And she went back there and she ended up in romance or something. And by that point, I'd already picked through what I wanted. Right. Good. So funny. Yeah. Yep. We're in the studio with Amy Chipman from Blue Stocking Bookshop in Holland and talking about all things related to your store and even Mm -hmm. other things. We've kind of rambled all over the place. Let's talk about the expansion because this is a big deal. You've doubled your footprint? Almost. Um, Most of the expansion space actually expands my office space, my storage space. But there is, um, I'd say, two-thirds is wow. added on that's that's actual shoppable book space. All right. That's huge. So, yeah, it's um not only is it going to give me more space for books, which who doesn't need that, <laughs> but it's also going to be great because it gives us more processing space for bringing those books in that the community provides and it gives us some activity space. Um our expansion is currently being utilized already even before it's finished we have a scout troop we have book clubs we have um, a homeschool group we have art classes we have like all of these community events that we can now do more of because we have this space it is so cool and when do you think that's going to be ready so we're hoping it's going to be ready prior to our um, independent bookstore day party on april 30th uh that's going to be the plan for like a big old grand reveal with cupcakes and and community events and um some upcycled book art classes that we're going to do and um so there will be little Little things, personal touches that get changed here and there after that. But the end of April is when we're really going to be kicking off the space with making it available to the community. Well, it's crunch time. Right. Yes. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Painters there, you said, doing like uh, murals or something? Yep. With the way that the expansion happened, we have this fun little archway. And we had the idea to paint it with spines of books. Okay. And so currently we have um, some of my personal friends who thankfully they're artsy because I'm not. Uh, I've got stick figures. That's the best I get. But (laughs) uh, they're doing things like favorite characters from books and little, you know, throwbacks to different characters and different stories. And it's just, yeah, it's going to become this unique piece of artwork that you can only find at our shop. It is a cool place. Why don't you let the listeners know where where you're located? We've said in Holland, it's on Butternut mm-hmm. Drive, but... Yep, we're at 501 Butternut Drive on the north side near the intersection of Butternut and James. Um, yeah, right between the bakery and the taco <laughs> perfect. place. <laughs> That's perfect. If our listeners are interested in paying attention to when you've got this grand opening or this mm-hmm. independent... It's Independent Bookstore Day, so it's April 30th. The April 30th uh, every bookstore, every indie bookstore across the nation okay. celebrates this. So, so you don't call the shots on that one. You're not going to say whether it's happening or not. It's happening. Oh, exactly. It's happening. It's just that's our party okay. is going to be all of the all so, the grand opening. So stuff. they know that's coming. They can exactly. stop up at the store then, when, and they can watch your website for information on the actual 
Correct. Are you going to have a grand opening or a grand reveal or something? Or is Yes, it indeed. Be... It'll be, details are actually on our social media. We're on Facebook and Instagram. Um, and our website, bluestockingbookshop.com, does have links to all of our sales sites, all of our um, special events, our public calendar. Perfect. Um, all of that information is there. Yeah. Blue Stocking Bookshop in Holland. We'll put links in the show notes for all of that information. Man, I can't recommend it enough, and I'm excited to get back. My daughter gave it up for Lent. Like I said, gave up buying books in general for Lent. So oh. she's going crazy. So now you're going to binge. <laughs> right, because I <laughs> right. also have done that because I'm, you know, in solidarity. Yeah. Sure, right. that's nice of you. Trying to be nice, but I am That's all right. I'll stock bit. up for you for when you're ready to come <laughs> yeah. back. I need you to hide some of the classics. I'll get you a list of what okay. I need you to hide. Anyway, you gotta say them in the bookstore, and then well, the magic right. of the bookstore. They'll yes. show up. Yes, exactly. It. Yeah. Anyway, Amy Chipman from Blue Stocking Bookshop. Thanks for being here. Thank you. Well, Haley, when Amy was talking about her renovation, she talked about that archway in the store between the, the two sections, right, yes. with a mural on it. We have done a number of segments where we've covered that project, painting murals on the wall, things like that. I don't know that we've ever really dug into how to cover over murals <laughs> on the wall. Because sometimes we've done that in a room and we want to get back to just regular wall paint. Right, or someone else has done it and you're moving into a house and now you really need to paint over it. Right, there are some things you need to know and we're going to cover all of that just ahead. Stick around. If you want to take your DIY skills up a rung, the Repco Light Home Improvement Show is here to give you a boost on News Radio Wood 1300 and 1069 FM. Well, Haley, we're going to end the show today talking about murals, but not how to paint them onto your walls. Yeah, how to how paint to over them. Cover over them. <laughs> how did you run into this? This is something you pitched to me because of a personal experience, but this time not at your house. No, it was at work. Uh, I was working on some displays for our design event. It's an event that we do, well, we did every year until COVID. <laughs> right. Yeah. And Haley has not been a part of one yet. Betsy and I would run these, RepcoLite host them, and we'd have architects and designers come for one night. We had homeowners, DIYers right. for another night and a huge event at Sunnybrook Country Club. And we'd talk about color of the year, all kinds of cool stuff, set up all kinds of crazy displays, talk about products, on and on and on. And we haven't done this for a couple of years now. Right. But it's coming back, and we've got one set for June 1 and 2. And we'll have a lot more information as we get closer. But you were working on one of the pieces that we had put together, right? Yes. You were demonstrating um, a product that is high-hiding. So, like, Aura. You know, it covers really well. And... It had a competitor on one side and Aura on the other side. And, and it was, was just a, like a four by eight board or exactly. something. Exactly. Yeah. Had black stripes going down. So it was white and black stripes as a background. And then you're painting a super like the brightest red that you can possibly imagine being right. painted over it. it and it sounds was stepped off. Hideous. <laughs> right. <laughs> but it was meant not as a put this in your home. Right. No, it's meant to show, right? The boundaries it, of a product. Right. Yeah. So we pushed everything to the crazy. Yes. But yes, it was ridiculous with oh, how much stuff was on that. But it's very similar to a mural in that you've got lines that you've taped off and paint has built up a ridge along that tape line, which is good. That means that the tape did its job. Right. But... It means that painting over that with a solid color, you're going to see that ridge from where the tape was now People that you've got this paint built up. People don't realize that all the time. No. In fact, a lot of the times they don't. 
because they'll have a mural or they'll have stripes or lines or whatever. It's mm-hmm. not just a, a, an artsy mural, right? It could be anything right. where you've taped off sections. And if you've built up a fair amount of color there, you pull it all off and you put one color over it, a lot of the times you can still see everywhere that mural was. Exactly. It's kind of a mess to deal with. So what I had to do <laughs> was sand all of that down before I could prime it and repaint it. So that's what you're telling everybody out there is going to have to do if they've got this situation in their home. So yeah. you sanded it down. Walk us through what did you use How heavy was that sanding? So first steps is always cleaning before sanding, which is the part that we don't like to hear. But I used Spray 9 on it first. It was, you know, a little dusty. It's been in a warehouse for a couple of years now. And that would play out for a regular wall in your home because a lot of surface contaminant actually will settle on your wall. Yep. Whether we see it or not, it's there. Right. And if your kids are greasy like mine, (laughs) it's even worse, right? Some areas are super shiny. And if you don't get that cleaned off... Well, I'm just making a point for the people because (laughs) we can all relate. Right, right, right. But if you sand that in, you're actually sanding that into the coating. And now you can have issues when you go to apply a coat of paint. You can see failure because of that. So it's really important to clean, then sand. And I was sanding with a 220 grit sandpaper, just going over those lines. And really, I'm just sanding until I can no longer feel that ridge when I'm running my hand over it. Yeah, I would honestly say it's it's rely more on feel mm-hmm. than by sight because right. it will sometimes look like it's gone. But if you run, at least that's my experience. No, I think that's dead I'll on. I'll run my hand over it and, oh, I think I feel it. I'll even close my eyes when I do it so I'm not tricking my brain at all. Like I will close my eyes and run my hand over it and if I can feel where yeah. that would have been, then... Yep, I've got to keep if, going. If it's, if it's a bump there, it's still likely going to show. And now some of that's minimized by the finish that you put over top of everything. The, sure. The flatter that finishes, the new paint, yep. the the less it will show. The shinier that finishes, the more potentially could show. But it is important to do all of that. So you sand it down, and then you got to rewash the wall to some extent, right? Yes, because now you've got a lot of paint dust on the wall. And, you know, before we even really start sanding, make sure that you've taped off some uh, drop cloth or paper or plastic, anything to contain some of that dust. Um, I don't want right, <laughs> to ruin right. your space by telling you to sand the walls, but well, yes. And I think your experience was way extreme because it was red. Right. It doesn't mean that theirs isn't red. It could be red. Some crazy colors could be on there. And yeah, that powder will settle all over the place. So make sure you're preparing for that. It's not necessarily a heavy duty sanding. You're not trying to sand through the paper of the drywall. (laughs) Please don't do that. That's a problem. You're just trying to get those edges down, but you will create some dust. Get that dust off and then you top coat it. Now, here's where a problem also can arise because there can be a lot of color And that's what you had going on. Yeah, we had not only a red, but the black and white stripes. So quite a bit to hide before I'm going to put a white over top of that if I'm not trying to do more than, you know, a couple coats. So I went with Fresh Start Primer by Benjamin Moore. It's water-based. And I could not believe how well it hit. In one coat, it was virtually white. I mean, there was very little evidence that that was ever red and that there were stripes on the wall. Right. And then top coat with whatever. There are a lot of different primers. You know, we've got quicksand. We've got all kinds of different primers that we make and sell. Can't highlight them all on every single segment. You found that fresh start to hide way better than you expected it to and wanted to recommend it for that situation. Anyway, if you do have a mural or something like that going on at your home and you're trying to cover it over, it can be done. 
It's not the most difficult thing in the world, but you do need to take a few steps to make sure you get great results. Definitely. If you do have that going on, just stop out at any Repcolator Port City Paints. We'll walk you through the whole project and get you what you need. All right, before we wrap it up, we want to make sure we wish everybody out there a happy Easter from all of us at Repcolite. Have a great weekend and make paint a part of it if you've got time. The Repcolite and Port City Paint Stores are open until 3, waiting to help. I'm Dan Hansen. And I'm Haley Johnson. Thanks for listening.